Welcome to Qualgen's podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness related, including hormones, pharmaceuticals, health trends, and ways you can help better your life. Hi, everyone. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen in. Today, I am talking with Matt Smith. Matt has years of experience founding, acquiring, and managing technology companies. He has established U.S. offices for two multinational biotech and nutritional companies and three U.S.-based companies. Currently, Matt is the CEO of Med7, a technology-based multinational medical product company focused on medical industrial hemp. The Med7 brand has rapidly become one of the most trusted brands used by doctors and pharmacies throughout the U.S. Matt, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Jennifer. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here. So let's just do a little intro. When and how did Med7 get started? Well, we got into the the whole hemp scene. Our, our scientists, myself and our scientists got into it way back in 2014 when the first farm bill came. Uh, we did because one of the, the senators or congressmen that had passed, got the first farms bill passed, he, he, they realized once they passed it, they had a big issue. And that was that back in, when all this came to take, came to um, fruition, where it was legal to market and study it, they realized that the only way people were getting it was smoking and vaping it. And they thought that's going to be no, there's going to be no future for that because, you know, 90% of the population won't smoke or vape products. And so they had a big issue with bioavailability and heat and, and metered dosing. So he had heard about our technology, which takes oil-based ingredients and makes them water soluble and gets high bioavailability. And he came to us and he said, hey, can you work with cannabis? And of course I said, no, uh, <laughs> because I thought, you know, I thought it was just pot, right? Yeah. So then he Further, you know, went into it and explained the difference between industrial hemp and cannabis. And for the first time, I realized there was a, dif- a, a real a differentiation and a real difference in what these plants do. And, you know, one was more of a recreational drug with some medical benefits and the other one was purely medical and industrial. And so so we, we started to work on it way back then. It took us several years we started to work with some companies launching their products, some of their products, and we decided to do our own. And while we were doing that, my background is from pharmaceuticals. And I, the regulatory environment for the whole cannabis industrial hemp is very complicated and very cloudy. And at that time, we thought, you know, we could, this could end up being a drug. And so if it does, we're going to take an approach and build a company around being very similar to a pharmaceutical company with research and packaging and everything that that is more similar to a pharmaceutical, but still keep it in that nutritional supplement area. And we did that and we built this up and that's where Met7 came from. And even today, the regulatory environment has become a little clear, but the FDA has never taken a clear stand on this. They allow it to be sold. They allow it to be made. They just don't like you to have claims and they want to make sure that you're not represented as a drug. So that's where Met7 really got started. It was, we, we got the company started back in 2017, um, selling to medical providers. And and it is a product that is just sold to the medical professional, uh, medical professionals. They have to have a license in the state where we sell it. So. so what is CBD for those that don't know? And how long has CBD been around? Like it's not a new thing, right? Oh, no. CBD, <laughs> CBD and hemp is, have been around for, they, well, They've done some carbon dating stuff that's been down, found it in stuff over 10,000 years ago. So 
and in use, it's been used. Hemp has been used from our uh, founding fathers used hemp back in Plymouth Rock when they started their farms. Uh, all the ropes were made of hemp. Clothing no was made of hemp. And they used it medicinally back then, too. And so okay. hemp has been around for a long time. But CBD. What is what is the difference between hemp and CBD? I don't even know that. <laughs> okay. Well, it's it's very easy. They're, they're actually the same plant. They come from... Uh, okay. Cannabis sativa is the is the genus that it comes from. Uh, the difference between between industrial hemp and marijuana are industrial hemp has a THC, which is tetrahydrocannabinol. CBD is just cannabinol. Everybody thinks that CBD is just CBD, but it's really not. It's a whole complex of cannabinoids. THC is one of those, but if the THC level gets too high in a plant, it's considered marijuana. So if it's above 0.3 when you harvest it in a dry weight, it's marijuana. What has happened over really thousands of years of, of hemp growing and kind of forming two sides, it's, uh, industrial hemp is it's mostly grown outdoors. It's an out agricultural product and it grows. It Originally, you could tell the difference. If you walked into a field, you could tell it was industrial hemp because the stalks were 20 feet tall. There was you know, it was, you know, whereas marijuana is, you know, about six feet tall and very bushy. And however, that's changed now because of all the cultivars and, and the marijuana people get involved with the hemp side. You can't tell the difference in a farm between marijuana and hemp. But once you test those plants, the industrial hemp plant will never get over a 0.3% THC. That's the way they're bred. That's the way they're, the, the genes are in these. And whereas marijuana will have THC, 10, 15% of the plant will be THC. We're talking about very, very low levels in the plant mm -hmm. of THC. So the that's that's the legal definition and that's the definition. If you drive outside and see hemp growing outside, it's industrial hemp for the most part. Mm -hmm. This is being grown illegally and then it could be marijuana. But that's, <laughs> that's the way that the DEA and the, the state agencies look for illegal marijuana grows because if they fly over, they do it in helicopters, they fly over, they see a really green hemp looks so much different than every other plant. And they see this big green area and they go, if it's not registered with the state, they know it's probably marijuana. So oh, wow. the difference really being 0.3% versus higher levels for, for uh, marijuana and THC. That makes sense. So what can CBD be used for? Well, there is, this is the interesting thing that I, when I first got into this, because you know, back when we got into this, and we really have to thank the marijuana people for kind of blazing the trail on this because mm -hmm. they were the first ones who came out and said, hey, there's medical use for marijuana. And, you know, I was one of those that said, oh, that's crazy. There's not. But one of the reasons there is, is because there's, while THC has some uses, the real uses of the cannabinoids is the CBD part of it, you know, because marijuana has CBD. Marijuana has the other cannabinoids. When I talk about other cannabinoids, I'm talking about their CBG and CBDV and THCV. There's a lot of other acronyms. It sounds like I'm in the military here. <laughs> there, there's a whole bunch of other components and they're all important. They all work together to make it work. And so the, the big areas that these products are used in is probably number one is sleep and pain, you know, helping people calm down anxiety. Those top three, sleep, anxiety, and pain. And pain might be the biggest leader in that just because people want, want alternatives to opioids. And so they'll go for that. We have some interesting studies, which I'm sure we'll talk about here in use in some other areas, which are, you know, very big, like diabetes, helping support people with diabetes, also in some viral diseases. 
So that's amazing. It's it's just it's an it's an incredible compound. It's it really is. I you know I come from the pharma industry, and I would have someone would have told me about this, I would have never believed that one plant could do all this. It sounds almost too good to be true, but it really it is. <laughs> it sounds unreal. <laughs> so, what makes Med Seven different from other CBD companies? Well, what I, I mentioned this earlier, our technology is what really differentiates it, and one of the big problems. And this is why this congressman, when he approached us. We talked about this is that um, the problem with with CBD oil and even THC oil and, and, you know, the full spectrum oil, the the oil that comes off these plants, it's only absorbed about six percent and it's pretty expensive stuff. And so if if you're taking it orally, you're only getting six percent and that's an issue. So all these CBD products you see out there in the market, most all of them are just they're very poorly absorbed. People are taking them and they're wondering, oh, why is this not working? And mm-hmm. it's because they're getting very little of it. They have to take huge doses and, and you're just flushing it down the drain. My analogy always is, is it, it's like walking up to the gas pump, which all of us today feel that probably more than ever. And <laughs> the pain. <laughs> yeah, the pain. And you walk up and imagine taking that gas pump now with gas, you know, $5, $6 a gallon. And just pouring 94% onto the ground. No mm-hmm. one would ever do that. But they yeah. do it every day with with um, CBD products and, and full-spectrum hemp products. So mm-hmm. our technology, that's what makes us really different, is our bioavailability is 86%. We've done the tests, single dose, we were up in the you know 45%. And over time, it's, it's 86%. So 86% of what you're taking into your body it's going into your mouth. It's going throughout your body. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a really high percentage. But how does that... So like when you even take supplements, I know that even those doesn't actually make it into your system. You're absolutely right, Jennifer. That, so how that, does that work? <laughs> well, it, it's our technology applies the same thing. The way your body breaks down these compounds, these lipophilic or oil-based compounds, is it breaks them into very small particles to mm-hmm. your stomach acid and your body breaks these things down. And then your body forms a little water, basically a water covering for it. And it's called okay. a micelle. Mm-hmm. And then that goes into your intestinal tract. And then that's what gets absorbed because your intestinal tract has a layer in there and it won't let oil through it. And so that's why when you take a regular CBD oil or you take something else like vitamin D3 or you take CoQ10 or one of these products out there, that's how we got into this market. That it just flushes right. It just it can't absorb into that yeah. intestinal wall, and so and your body can only break down with him six percent. With mm-hmm. vitamin D three, it's it's probably about fifteen percent. So these things range, but they're usually pretty small. Some things are like three percent. So that means you're it's just going right through, and, and what your body it breaks down that micelle, then it passes through the the water layer of your intestinal tract and goes into your bloodstream. Well, we, what we do is we just make the micelle outside the body, make it very stable and put it in a bottle. And so you have a micellized version of, of, of the hemp already going into your body, which, so the body recognizes it as something it already sees. That's really meds okay. in a nutshell. Huh. That makes a lot of sense. Let's talk about some of your different products. We'll start with the CBD oil. So what exactly is it and what is it used for? So I might clarify one thing. It's, it's really not CBD oil. We put on the label, uh, we call it like if you can see on the screen or if you're watching this by video, it Mm -hmm. says full spectrum hemp CBD oil. 
Uh-huh. And, and we do that because people recognize what CBD oil is, but it's right. really a full spectrum oil, which means is when we extract it from the plant, we're taking all the constituents of that plant. It's a full plant extract and we're making that into an oil and then we're making it water soluble. And so that's what the drops are, this, or the CBD oil or the full spectrum hemp oil is. It's the, it's the whole plant extract made into oil, put into tincture form. And that's what you take every day. And then we flavor it because it's nasty if you take it by itself. It really yeah. is. <laughs> you know, some people like it, but you're not going to take something every day if you don't. So we've come up with some great flavors. Our cinnamon is one of our most popular. We have a cinnamon orange. We have a, a, a newer one we just did was a cool mint. Mm-hmm. We do a wild berry and we do a mocha. So we've done, we've played around with a lot of flavors with this. That's yeah. what the tinctures are. We have the tinctures are different. You know, we have this one is our metabolic, which we can talk a little bit about our diabetes study. We have the PM. We can, you know, this kind of supports what we did with our, with our sleep study. So kind of targeted for different areas that people may be using them for different um, overall health needs. So what are the differences between metabolic support and the immune support? Well, the, the metabolic is is just a high dose. It's 4,500 milligrams of the hemp sorb 81, which is the, the full spectrum hemp in, uh, in my slice form. And this one, the, the difference is like with this one, the immune, the immune one, we just put a vitamin D3, a water-soluble D3 in with it. So you're getting both D3, which we know that vitamin D is supportive of the immune system. We've mm-hmm. learned from this and from our studies. Now we know that hemp can help with the immune system also. So even though this will help with the immune system, like the regular one, the D, the immune D3 one is a little more because you're getting a, a water-soluble D3 along with it. A little added bonus. <laughs> yeah, and I actually like that one. The D3 is what I take every day just because mm-hmm. I like the orange cinnamon flavor. And I and my D3 levels are never what I want them to be. So mm-hmm. even though I take a supplement on the side, I use that to boost it so that I can get my D3 levels up. Yeah, I don't feel like your vitamin D levels can ever be too high. So what clinical studies have you all done? Well, that and that's the other part that really separates us out, Jennifer. I'm glad you asked mm-hmm. that question. Because that's and I love to talk about this. You're probably going to have to just catch you off on this. Yeah, (laughs) Um, we've done. Let's see, we're up to nine clinical studies right now. Wow, that's amazing. Um, Which companies just don't do that. And the reason why they don't do that is because if I if I have a CBD product and I go out and do a clinical study, most everybody's buying their CBD or their full spectrum hemp from the same suppliers. So. They don't have any protection on it. Whereas ours is all patent pending. The technology, everything is, is covered with intellectual property and with patents and patent pending and so forth. So we, we feel very confident to go out and do clinical studies because no, people can't take our data and said, Hey, look, my stuff will work the same because it really won't unless you can prove it in a clinical study and you're using the exact same stuff it does not transfer. So our clinical studies, we started out with, um, we did three bioavailability studies. Uh, one of it was in, in animals, just like everybody does to test it out. And then we did two, two of them in humans. And we, that's where we saw the, the 46% on a single dose and the half-life was around 12 hours. So also we started to get real pharmacokinetic data, which no one really had and no one really has in their product, but we do. Mm-hmm. The, next we went into the full blown like safety and efficacy study where we, we did a 150 patient trial, and this is where we started to see a lot of different things that we studied further. 
we did this, there's 150 patients, 100 on, on med seven, 50 on placebo. And we looked at, just looked at every blood parameter we could think of and within reason of cost. And so we looked at inflammatory markers because we wanted to see what was going on in the, you know, the inflammatory system. We looked at cholesterol and lipids. And then we also looked at, we threw part of that. We, we looked at A1C because we wanted to do it, see what this had an effect on the glycosylate hemoglobin, you know, people with either diabetes or pre-diabetes. And so that's where we, we started with and interesting things that came out of that study. First thing we found was inflammatory diseases. We found that, well, not inflammatory diseases, but inflammatory markers. We found that, that MED7 had a significant effect on TNF, alpha, and uh, interleukin-6, IL-6. Now, those numbers might not seem like, they might seem like a foreign language to the lay person. They seem like a foreign language to me. <laughs> Even doctors don't ever order a, a TNF or IL-6 study or, or a panel for people, but this, everybody recognizes Phil Mickelson, if you're a golf, mm-hmm. you know, and he's on the, you see him on the, um, on TV and he's, he does the commercials for a product called Embril. People see that or they see the other one called Humera and they, there's a bunch of other ones that are now for psoriasis and rheumatoid arthritis and all these different kind of inflammatory diseases. Well, what Embril is, is a TNF blocker. So it blocks TNF, it, it literally just blocks it off from, from um, happening, which it really reduces inflammation and stops inflammation from happening. Well, if MED7 lowers TNF in our study, it lowered it by over 50% and IL-6, the same thing. All of a sudden, you're getting a really natural, strong anti-inflammatory effect, which is no one knew this was really going on. And so this was kind of groundbreaking for us. So that might be why so many people use this for pain and inflammation is because yeah. the effects on that. The the second, the, the other thing was, is, and when this was kind of, we threw in there, we, we people reported back that 90% of them reported back having better sleep and more active dreaming, which you dream more when you're in a deep sleep. So mm-hmm. that, we thought that was great. And then anxiety also dropped in half. And none of these patients, these were normal patients, kind of like me and you who have mm-hmm. A little bit of anxiety, you know, not, we're not the, you know, on a scale of one to 10, we're the fives. I don't know. know. There are some days that it's up there. <laughs> some days you might be a 10, but we're all, we all get there. Yeah, but, I'd say average on a five. <laughs> yeah. And that's what these, on average, these, the people in this study who were considered normal were fives. So, mm-hmm. and, but they dropped to, to, to a two. Wow. Which was awesome. And so, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, so we, we want, and that was probably one of the biggest and when we looked at the statistics on that, it was amazing how the, the statistical significance there. Uh, HDLs improved, blood parameters improved. One of the ones that was kind of interesting, it, it's, it's, and now this is one all, all doctors usually test because it correlates to cardiovascular diseases and other inflammatory events is C-reactive protein. We had a significant effect on C-reactive protein, which showed we had a really direct effect on, um, there was a direct effect going on with the inflammatory system. So, and then the hemoglobin A1C, these patients weren't diabetic, but they had a drop of 0.5 on percent on their hemoglobin A1C. Now, over a 90-day period, a 0.5 drop, that's like going from a 6 to a 5.5. And these patients were around a 5.7, I think, and they would drop to, you know, a 5.2, which is outstanding. This is like, you know, there's a lot of drugs that don't do this. So, Mm -hmm. 
we were thinking, man, what was this doing diabetics? And then that's, so that's what, so that's one of our, our further sides. We, we want to look at sleep better. We want to look at diabetes better. And then, um, so we did this diabetes study and I'll just, if it's okay, if I, if I'm not just rambling on, no, I'll no you're fine. This is so it's, interesting. <laughs> the diabetes study, it, there's a lot of things that came out of this, which were unexpected. Yeah. The first thing, so we, we took, we took this study and we used this metabolic version. It was a cinnamon. It was a higher dose. They were taking two mLs a day, which was, uh, approximately around 75 milligrams of hemp sorb 81 a day. Oh, it's a hundred. I'm sorry. It's 150 milligrams of hemp sorb every day. We're doing this diabetes study. We have a hundred patients in it and they, their, their A1C average A1C was 6.5, but we had some people up in the, the eights and nines. And then we had, you know, the lowest, you had to be above a six to be in the study because that's considered diabetes. So, uh, and what we're measuring in that study, we're measuring hemoglobin A1C. We're measuring weight gain or weight loss or weight, you know, their weight. Mm-hmm. And we also want to look at their girth and we also, looked at some other parameters, like we looked at C-reactive protein and some other things like that. And mm-hmm. we wanted to see really what was going on with these diabetic patients. So let me tell you about the results first, and then we tell you what happened in the middle of this study. The results were at the end, and this was a six-month study, the hemoglobin, A, the hemoglobin A1C, because we really want to get a full test of what was happening, because it takes your liver, you know, 120 days to regenerate. So a really good, you know, A1C study is going to go longer than four months. And so mm-hmm. we, that's what we did for six. Our hemoglobin A1C dropped on average, and this was had a P level of 0.05, that it it dropped to um, from average of, I think we started about 6.8 and it dropped to a 5.6 or 5.5. So we had a 1.2 point wow. drop in the hemoglobin A1C across the whole study. Some people had a drop of three or four uh, you know, these people that were up in the eights and nines mm-hmm. on to, you know, six or seven, you know, That's so insane. it was, it was crazy. We, and we thought, wow, this is the other part is they lost an average of 14 pounds. Wow. So, and this is over six months and they had a girth reduction of almost four inches. So that's like four inches off your belt. That's, mm-hmm. and these that's are, a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. Now, this isn't a weight loss product. I, you know, I mean, right. <laughs> normal person's not going to have that, but the diabetics really struggle with this. And so we thought, wow, this is, this is great. Now, let me tell you it's a little bit about this study too, which makes us even more. We did this right in the middle of COVID. Okay. And so we started this study in 2020. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like these patients, you know, during this, pa- this time, patients were all on lockdown and mm-hmm. inside watching Netflix and everything. Now, yeah. something else happened in the middle of this day too is that our, about half of the patients came down with COVID and diabetics are a high risk population. So we all got together with our, with our study site and cause we were debating whether to stop the study. And what we decided to do is that like, Hey, how many times are you going to get to study people in a pandemic in a real life situation? Yeah. So we actually developed a study within a study, took these, there was 44 patients that tested positive in the med seven group. And we took them and we started looking at what patients happened with COVID and we didn't know what to look for back in 2020. You know? It was so new. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I mean, we looked for morbidity. I mean, how many people died? How many people mm-hmm. were hospitalized? I mean, what do you look for? And no one knew really what was going on at that point because it was so new. Not all this work in the inflammatory side. So we, we said, let's look at the cytokines again. Let's look at TNF, IL-6, IL-1 is another one. And then let's also look at the white blood cells, C-reactive protein and all these things. Mm-hmm. 
So that's what we did. We took the patients when they were diagnosed. We took their blood. Uh, a week later, we took their blood and three weeks. We followed them for about three weeks in that initial stage because that's when things can go really bad for COVID patients mm-hmm. in the first part. Ironically, or not ironically, but none of the patients were hospitalized. None of them dropped out of the study, which was the first thing, which was awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, the second thing was we noticed versus the placebo patients is that the cytokine levels were high and then they came, they came down significantly compared to placebo. Placebo went up and the, so the inflammatory in, in these COVID patients, and this probably happens in most in viral diseases, is they're inflammatory. You have an, a, you know, acute inflammatory response. That's why you, you know, get the fever chills. You get, you know, your body is just trying to react. Mm-hmm. The other thing that always happens is your white blood cell count goes up because mm-hmm. your your body's racing to to try to do something. And our white blood cells went down, whereas placebo went up. Interesting. So we had a, you know, and, and then the C-reactive protein was very significant. In the placebo, it just kept going up and ours went down. So what it showed is that in this, you know, acute viral challenge scenario is that med seven really helped the patients in this study you know we we can only say that this happened within this study Mm -hmm. it really helped the body adapt and naturally fight what was going on in the body because and what we've always believed is what's going on with with hemp and full spectrum hemp products is they affect what what's inside the body as we call it the endocannabinoid system and this is now it's very well documented when they discovered CBD and THC and all these things, they also discovered that there's something in your body called this endocannabinoid system that has, there's two, well, there's three receptors that they've identified, CB1, CB2, and GR55, but they, that's like CB3 um, receptor. These receptor sites affect the inflammatory system, the immune system. There's all these different things that kind of helps your body maintain homeostasis. And so that's what, now our studies didn't go into this. This is kind of just a discussion that that's what we think is going on with why why a product like this can help in so many conditions. It helps your body maintain homeostasis. Right. Fight or flight syndrome, the inflammatory response helps your body naturally bring it into us more of a state of calmness and center. That's why we came up with the name seven too. It means perfection. It means completeness. And we think that's, that's what the endocannabinoid system, that's why we named it seven. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so, and that, and that's what we think is going on with this study. The same thing with sleep. We did a, another study on sleep, mm-hmm. showed the same thing that patients got an hour longer sleep. That was, you know, with the with sleep type product. They got an hour longer in deep sleep and they went, they fell asleep almost over 15 minutes quicker on the med seven. So, so there's, we, you know, clinically, we, so we have dose, give what the doses were in those studies. We can show that. And, and we just finished. So we had this COVID study. We had the the diabetes study. We have the sleep study. We're just finishing a write up of a cortisol study we did where we measured cortisol throughout the day in a number of patients. Um, It was an open label. That'll be interesting. It's a, it was very interesting. Some of the preliminary data looks very interesting. We've done a couple of dental anxiety studies. We're we're doing some work in the dental area, okay. so it's it's amazing what we you know and we and we we're publishing these data. We just published the COVID study just came out last month. Yeah, late in May. So mm-hmm. it's pretty exciting what, what's what's going on with the the work we put behind this. That is, that's awesome. I would never have thought that CBD could do all of that. And Jennifer, the reality is CBD itself won't do all that. You need a full spectrum, full plant extract that's bioavailable because 
if you go down to your drugstore and buy some CBD gummies, you're not yeah. going to see a lowering of your A1C. Or just go on Amazon, <laughs> get the first yeah, one. And you don't even know what you're getting off Amazon because right. they'll say, oh, because they, number one, they can't sell, quote, CBD products. So they sell hemp products. Mm-hmm. And the hemp products they sell on there, they say, well, we have 10,000 milligrams of hemp extract in there. Well, 10,000 milligrams of what? Or 5,000 milligrams of what? They can't, yeah. they, they can't put on their label what it is. And so you, you don't know what you're getting. And so people will go into their doctor and say, well, I tried, I got this stuff off Amazon for 25 bucks. Yeah. It's why like, isn't it working? Why, it working? <laughs> why don't I feel anything? Exactly. So what do you do when t- someone tells you that the CBD doesn't work for them? I, I don't usually ask them what they used because it doesn't matter. I, I know they weren't using Med7. Um, yeah. <laughs> and because people say, well, how does this compare with this product? Or, you know, mm-hmm. and there's some good companies out there putting out some good products that have full spectrum oil in there and they provide their certificates analysis, but it's not bio. They don't have bioavailability data. And if someone has bioavailability data, they have one little chart or one little thing and they don't go into detail and nobody can replicate the study, you know, whereas mm-hmm. we've got three, three of the, well, actually in the big study, we added a, a bioavailability component. So we've done technically four. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, these are all important. You know, if you're, if you're, you know, the physicians that, that, that are out there, they, they live and die by the clinical studies. They would never give somebody something that had no research behind it. Yet people do that with CBD just because it's so available. You can go to, mm-hmm. you know, I know in the state you're at, you can go about every corner has a CBD shop and, oh yeah. And, and there's, you know, people are mixing it in their bathtubs and they're, you know, it, it's just, crazy what's out there and some things work and something don't some things don't and but really getting into the body and we and we were also learning there's other cannabinoids in here like ours is unique because we have we have these two in there these two other cannabinoids which are not found in other oils we're called the varins which is cbdv and and thcv you don't see that on any other certificates in that in that ratio of a high amount and we just happen to have that we think that might be one of the things that's why this is working in some of these conditions so yeah that's what i tell people i said look it doesn't matter try this and you'll get a response so what other products do you all have currently and what do they do all right so in addition to the tinctures we do we have some topical versions we have a, okay. we have a what, what we call is the healing gel and i'll show you this we just came out with a i don't have it here but this is the healing gel. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a structured nano silver with the hemp sorb 81. And a lot of people use this. I know a lot of the, the pellet providers that do pellets, you know, they'll use it there, the insertion site mm-hmm. after the gauze comes off or the original gauze comes off. I use it all the time. It's, it's great for sunburns. It's great for, you know, just abrasions and things on the topical side. The um, AG404, which is a silver, actually has an FDA uh, approval for wound care. So oh, wow. here, so that's awesome. It's it's a great product. That's mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite. Just I, I use it all the time, mostly on sunburns, but uh, <laughs> and on face stuff. It's it's really nice. We have a yeah. our, our biggest seller is our cream. The okay. it's the the recover cream, and it comes in a the three and a half ounce tube. People love that. I I like the little roll on we have, which is a it's for you know I use it for just little hot spots with pain and, and um, even up around the eyes when I'm trying to relax um, after a hard day of 
podcasts and stuff. <laughs> or sleep. I roll it on my feet, you know, after I've been like walking all day or something. It, it's, yeah. it's just great. And, and it smells nice. The Recover Cream, which a lot of people use, has menthol capsicum in it. So you don't want to get it around any orifice. Whereas the roll-on, you know, you don't want to get it in your eyes, but it doesn't, it, it won't irritate your nose or any, you're up around near there. So, because it doesn't have menthol or capsicum. Interesting. I really want to try both of those. Those are the topicals. We're developed. We we have a couple of new products we're coming out with. I won't won't mention those that just to know that they're coming. Um, we'll we bring just, you back so you can talk about them when they're out. Okay, good. And we have you know a couple of the, the, the a lot of our providers are starting to buy our shots. We, we target those for more of the retail side, but we have a hangover re- recovery shot, which I know you've used. Um, <laughs> I know you know everybody used it loves it. It's um, it has it has the same Hemsworth eighty one, but we have our water soluble milk thistle in there, so it uh-huh. detoxes the liver incredibly fast. And we have it with caffeine, without caffeine, gives but, you all the energy. All the energy and the <laughs> detox of anything built up in your liver, like alcohol or creatine or some of these things. We have we have a lot of people using the lift mm-hmm. and work out that take all these supplements that just build up in the liver. And so it, it's a great detox. And that's what I use it for. I, I use it probably two or three times a week. And then the other time I just use our regular energy shot, which is another great product. So we have a, some shots, a, a chill shot energy. Let me just make one mention of the chill shot because that's a, a direct application that a lot of people might use if, if people come in to the offices have a lot of anxiety about getting a pellet mm-hmm. you know because that is an issue it's like dental anxiety yeah and it relates to that dental anxiety study we did because dental anxiety is something i can relate to i mean oh, me I, too. the worst dental patient and it just freaks me out to go there um mm-hmm. but so we did this study and we gave them the shots that we have the, the chill shot and we gave them a sleep shot before they so they did the sleep shot the night before and the chill shot a half an hour before their procedure. It was a small pilot study, but it was the, 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 the results were so dramatic. And then all the patients said, okay, when I come back, I want to have that same thing because that, that was <laughs> such a better experience. And I don't do the shot with, I just do the tincture. I take it when I fly and I'm a great, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a million miler. I you know, spend half my life in the air. So I'm, mm-hmm. but I, it's not like I'm always comfortable flying. And so, and I know I sat next to some people where I'd given them a little bottle and so here, yeah. try this because they were freaking out on the oh, plane. No. <laughs> it's a great way to calm down. And, it, and because of our technology, it works really fast. Mm-hmm. Our studies showed that it was in the bloodstream. Like half of it was into your bloodstream in 15 minutes. And by oh, 30 wow. minutes, almost 100% was into your bloodstream. That is and, fast. And we compared that to normal full spectrum hemp oil. Mm-hmm. And it's 60 to 90 minutes. And you said it lasts 12 hours? Yeah. That's pretty so, amazing. So does Med7, do your products interact with any other types of drugs? That's a great question. We get that all the time. Our reps get that from physicians because there's some data out there that says that, that CBD is metabolized down the 3A4 pathway in the liver, more acronyms. Um, but <laughs> what what that really means is there's a certain pathway. I look at like a freeway off-ramp, but there's certain off-ramps that if you have a product that that goes off of a certain exit, right? In your liver, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I metabolized this. The It's called the P450 pathway. There's 3A4, there's 2D6. There's all these little different pathways, right? Mm-hmm. If you have a drug that inhibits a pathway, you then everything else that's going off there, it's like a big semi that it jackknifes in the, the off-ramp and then everything builds up and back. But that's why you have the problem with like blood thinners and things like that, that, you know, blood thinners, 
like the old ones, warfarin and coumadin, are also metabolized down that 3A4 pathway. CBD and full-spectrum oil, the cannabinoids are metabolized down different pathways, but the most prominent one we have in ours, of course, is CBD. It's metabolized down the 3, 3A4 pathway, but it's not a strong inhibitor or inducer. So it's not like it takes up a lane, but it doesn't take up all the lanes. So we've never had in over 5 million doses, we've never had anybody have elevated levels of whatever they're taking. You know, people on blood thinners always, the older ones, always keep a close eye on that. But the answer, the short answer is we have not seen it. We haven't systematically studied it. If you understand the way these things are metabolized, it's not a strong inhibitor or inducer, which like in some of the older antihistamines were. And so if you took an antihistamine and then you took your Prozac or something, all of a sudden you had higher levels of something. Normally, some things don't matter, but other things do. But that does not the case with these products. Right. So if someone is interested in purchasing Med7's products, what should they do? Where can they go? Well, we've obviously we've teamed up with you guys at Qualgen. So if <laughs> just contact your Qualgen rep. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you um, only sell it to providers, correct? So if it's a patient, they need or a, just a regular person. I, I would tell them to contact their doctor. And if they don't okay. have a doctor close... You know, they can they can get on our website and we can guide them to a somebody who's close or a pharmacy. We do sell it through pharmacies also, mm-hmm. but it's 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 just purely for healthcare providers. Just um, and because we we also figured that people trust their healthcare providers and they're not going to give them a product that they don't believe in themselves. Yeah. So, what does the future look like for Med Seven? Well, I think it looks great. <laughs> <laughs> it's bright. <laughs> And, um, you know, the, the whole CBD market is changing because it's so available and people are, it's, you know, when we first started this back in, you know, I remember in 2017, when we first started selling these products, people would, you know, kind of, you'd say, oh, I'm doing CBD. And they go, what? It's, it's, it's hemp. And they were like, is it legal? <laughs> and the next question was, can I get some? You know, and, and, and now it's like, is yours cheaper or how, you know, it's like, yeah. you know, everybody knows about it. There's no, the stigmas are, have have gone away with these products. But where I see this going is that the, with the, like the clinical studies we're doing, people are, and people start to use them more, they'll realize the utility of these things and how great they are. And then, and we, we you know, we're going to develop things, you know, kind of like we have with the PM version with the, something more the metabolic, they're more kind of geared towards some specific conditions. I see that largely going. And we're going to see where some of these other cannabinoids do too, because now I might make one mention on that because people say, oh, well, there's, does yours have CB, CBN because CBN is the sleep cannabis. People mm-hmm. are telling CBN is this great sleep. Well, there's no clinical, there's two studies on it. One was pulled back because it was from a reference lab. It wasn't even a really a clinical study. The other one was a THC study that had high levels of CBN and THC Delta 9. So who knows whether it was the Delta 9 or the CBN, whereas we did an actual clinical study. So I think the the data, you know, we're, we're, we'll develop more. We In our sleep, we do skull cap and valerian root and one of our newer products that we're just coming out with has melatonin in it. Things that okay. are proven to help, you know, improve sleep along with the, the full spectrum hemp. So mm-hmm. that's, that's where some of these things are going when we're adding other things to it and especially things that aren't bioavailable or that have a synergistic effect. We see a real future in that. That's awesome. It's so exciting. I'm so excited for you all. Is there anything additional you would like to add? No, I, I appreciate the time. I'm sure there's, you know, people have questions and they can always ask their quality rep and when we can, uh, you know, funnel them to us. And if we don't know the answer, we'll try to find it. And <laughs> if people are using this, you know, you know, every, you know, people ask me, and this is kind of, I'll leave on this note. They say it, there is, there's their anti-aging qualities about this and I, and, 
And I say this is probably the ultimate anti-aging. I mean, I take the collagen pellets. I have the pellets. I love mm-hmm. them. It makes a difference in my life. But age is an inflammatory disease. The older we get, there's just more inflammation going. It's harder to get up out of bed in the morning. It's harder to do the things we want. And a lot of that is just your body is breaking down. There's more things that it's like an old tractor. You got to grease it up more. You got to mm-hmm. you know, take care of it more. And Especially now that everyone's living longer. <laughs> exactly. And and because of the way this affects inflammation all the time in a natural way, keeping your body, it's like having your body's computer and your body in, in sync all the time. I think mm-hmm. that's a huge thing because over a long, I think what we're going to see in the, in the next several years is people who are on these products long-term are going to have not only longer life, but a better quality of life. Because mm-hmm. I see that already. My sleep is better. My activity is better because the pellets give me energy, right? They, mm-hmm. they help me. They help me feel strong. But if my inflammation is just going crazy, I, I'm not going to want to go to the gym. I'm not right. going to want to get out of bed in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so you need these things all together to, to, so that you have the best outcome and that you have a better quality life. Cause that's what we're, we all want to live longer, but we all want to live longer, better. Yes, absolutely. That's what I'll kind of leave on that. That's, and that's why we teamed up with you guys. We see it very synergistic. Yes, it is. I think that. And then with the supplements, it all just absolutely. Well, thank you again for joining me for more information on med seven, please visit med seven cbd.com. That's med the number seven cbd.com. And thank you everyone for listening. Please make sure to subscribe and follow us on social media to stay up to date on collagen. Thank you again, Matt. Thanks, Jennifer. (laughs) 